good afternoon, good morning, good night. Welcome to 90 Day Soiree. This is the only 90 Day Fiancé fan podcast that checks consumer reports before buying a new vacuum. (laughs) Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Todd. I'm joined by Keisha. Hello. Hi, Keisha. Paula. What's up? Brandon. Hi, guys. And Kristen. Hi. Hey, everybody. Hey, it's been a couple of weeks. It has been. We're going to have to cover two episodes. So, sorry, uh, we couldn't record last week. We had a little doggy emergency. Pug emergency, to be precise. Yeah, pug emergency. So... Why the need to qualify pug? Is pug like a different category? Is such a yes. different category of yes. dog that you must yes. say it's not really a dog? Pugs it's a pug. Are a whole a whole other category of dog. They're more of a cat dog. Hmm. Cat dog. Yeah. Why? Penny's a cat dog. Well, okay. I it, so th- there seem to be there's a lot of pugs in this circle. Kristen and I have a couple of dogs. We don't have any pugs. But like, tell me about what's up with pugs? Why pugs? <laughs> Why pugs? They're squishy. They have a ton of attitude and a little body. They snort. They're sassy and like delicious. Mm. They're like all of their body fat is like just com- compressed Tasty. into this Tasty tiny, tiny thing. Yeah, they have all of these rolls and they're very cuddly. They're also really needy, so they're the perfect cuddle dog. They always look like they're judging you. They're always mm. judging like you. That. They're so funny. So you love you like to be judged. They keep me on my toes. <gasps> yeah, that's why she's like a cat. They're sassy. There's just something like about like pugs and pug own like it, they're very specific about pugs. They're yeah. it's a weird group. Anytime you see like they have to they have to <laughs> quickly make a character in a movie or TV show weird, they're like just give them a pug. Give them a pug. So it seems <laughs> like in the world of dogs, there the are like cr- three kinds of dog owners. There are pug owners. There are What's up? some kind of pit mix owner, and boy, are they going to tell you? They're like vegans. They're going to tell you about it. You have to have <laughs> a you have to have the paw print magnet on the back of your mm. car that says "Who mm. rescued who?" Aww. Yes, any pit owner will have a "Who rescued who?" Uh, and then there's everybody else. Everybody else fits into the third category, and they're just like whatever. No, there's also there's people who are really, really into purebred dogs. I yeah. used to work for mm, one who true. was like nuts about yellow labs, and I will tell you, he owned an SEO agency, and he SEO'd the photos of his yellow lab to show up Ugh. on the first page. Oh of my Google god! When are you a Google serious? Image search for yellow lab. Wow. It was wonderful. Wow. So like yellow lab versus golden retriever is sort of like mm. eggshell versus off-white, right? Like, is it that kind of distinction? I don't know anything about labs. I'm a pug lady. Yeah. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it's a commitment. Because like, you know, every year we know we have to go to the pug costume I was going to say, next year, everyone's mm. welcome to join us at the Pugkin Festival. I want to go. It's That's amazing. Cute. It's about 300 Pugkin? pugs that are competing yeah, against one another. Yeah, the Pugkin Festival. People go all out. One year, there, there was a pug dressed as a stripper, and they brought, like, a <laughs> tiny stripper pole, and they put peanut butter on the pole so the pug would, like, climb it and lick it. It was oh. great. And, and then, like, the lady year, was standing above the pug, like, with dollar bills just oh, like yeah. dropping them <laughs> on top then That's one year good. there was like because people build like this giant platforms and like sets for the pugs there was a, a star trek ship 
and there were like three really old pugs so they didn't move and they had the little outfits and their tongues were out and like the people are just like parading them in the star trek ship um it's is there great. money there involved was a, for there winners? was a pug trump or is it just like bragging rights no pug they, people they don't win, like, don't trophies. deal with monetary exchanges they don't believe in money (laughs) (laughs) hey quiche by the way so uh the listeners don't know this but we when we record this we have video on so we can all see each other so quiche earlier you were eating a magnum ice cream bar and now it looks like you're eating flaming hot hot cheetos i discovered puffs (laughs) oh that is Keisha, you live in heaven. I'm, What's I'm going on like, with you? I'm like a high college kid right now. Uh, hey, have you ever had an, a Magnum ice cream bar while high? <laughs> oh, wash it down with some flaming Hot Cheetos puffs. I'm jealous. Now let's don't, go get a Slurpee. That's so good. Don't mess up the new headphones I just got you. Whoa, how am I matching it's it up? Cheeto I don't dust know. Okay, you're going to get Cheeto and all those Cheeto dust. All right, who do we got up first, Todd? We have Ariella and Binyam, and basically the last two episodes are all about circumcision. We'll, we'll get to that in a moment. Or let's well, no, let's do it now. All right. <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> circumcision. Okay. I okay. have an opinion um, on, on circumcision. Um, go on. Brandon, like, I, I, I don't mean to, like, be gross or to, like, get too personal here but may i ask are you a circumcised Ooh. male uh yeah i am you are and before okay. i watched this episode i was always like yeah i'll get my kids circumcised because i'm circumcised but oof. yeah uh so why do you think you were circumcised Probably because my dad was circumcised i think the, the biggest reason why people circumcise their kids or don't circumcise their kids is if they're circumcised or are not circumcised. Oh, and religion. I actually uh, had a, a problem with my circumcision that created a medical issue uh, later on. You know, and that's not the first time I've heard that from yeah. somebody. Is like, a, this mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. So what, I, what happened to me is, uh, so I'm not going to explain what foreskin is. Explain. <laughs> no. If you don't know what foreskin is, Google it. But I guess there's a problem with the healing. And so like the like helmet got fused to the <laughs> neck. Uh-huh. So there was like a bridge. Yes. It's called a skin bridge. So if you Google <laughs> skin bridge. So that, you'll that see. can happen if you're not circumcised as well. Like that's that's actually a fairly common occurrence. Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe it didn't happen in my circumcision. The procedure was painful. But the hardest part was explaining to my parents why I needed to go to the urologist at like 16 years old. So my, interestingly, I, I don't know, Brandon, if, this, if there's any coincidence here, but my best friend in high school and college, who is half Iranian, had the exact same mm. issue. I don't weird. know. Ooh. I, That's very weird. Maybe it's a half Iranian thing. Uh, his name was brandon that's right if you're half iranian you get half circumcised and you get a skin bridge when you're six wasn't half it was uh, a little little bridge but like i would try to clean it i would take like a a Mm q-tip and like put it under the bridge and it would go the whole way and it would just stay there (laughs) and so it's like like wanted like looked like it was pierced yes i understand what you're talking about yeah Mm -hmm. uh so circumcision is problematic and uh the fact that they made poor Ari 
like stay in the next room so she could hear her child scream in excruciating pain yeah. as he was sliced Okay, up. can we like let's back up a second and let's just talk about circumcision. I am not circumcised. Uh I don't quite know like exactly the history here but the reason why I am not is my parents made the decision that I should have the decision. And uh I think my from what I've been told, it's hard to tell. Like my dad likes to tell stories, so I don't know if this is like entirely true. But the story I was told is that my dad was not circumcised as a child, and he got circumcised when he was in the Navy, which would have been like Vietnam era, like late 60s. And he did it because he was sick of being like made fun of by he would have been like 17, 18 at the time. He enrolled here, he enlisted early. So he got it done as an adult. Which is isn't that way more painful? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you remember it. Yes, like you. It's a thing that you have to go do and say, "I want this done." They still don't use any painkillers while they do. I don't know. I've never like. I just remember him telling me he got it done as an adult, and I went, and that's all I needed to know. I have never cared or really understood, and like, did you know? Okay, I'm thinking back to like locker rooms in like first and second grade when it's like, all right, we're gonna like go swimming for PE. Like, put on your bathing suits. We put on our bathing suits, and yes. A couple of people said something. They're like, yours looks different. That's it. That's the only thing that ever happened to me in my life. <laughs> well, that anybody okay. would ever say, like, you are different somehow. And I am like, how do I put this? I don't get a chance to talk about this a lot. <laughs> this is not something that comes up in normal, everyday life. I don't go out of my way to bring this up. Here, here's my position. I think circumcision is really fucked up. And I think that we need to seriously consider why this is being done and why this is considered normal. I think that people just need to stop and think. Just think about it before you do it. And I got to say, Ariella, congratulations on stopping and thinking and just kind of like asking yourself, should this be done? That's all yeah. that I ask. Well, I also, I don't know if, do parents know that there's no uh, pain medication used? Because the only reason I know that is because I took a class, I think my freshman year of college, and the class, I don't even remember what it was, but to me, it was why you should never have children, the class. <laughs> and it was, all we did was watch like documentaries about how... <laughs> <laughs> about couples talking about how having children had ruined their lives like this was an entire semester of just like 80s documentaries with that and then there was one about circumcision and how the baby didn't get they just did it and I was like that's horrible like that's really terrible like does anybody understand that and maybe they don't like if unless you ask the question like would parents be like oh well you just assume that, right? Like, oh, of course they're going to give the baby like, a local anesthetic or yeah. something. Yeah. I So I have for many years, anytime this comes up, and it does not come up very often, obviously, like, it's not at every cocktail party. It's not at every soiree <laughs> that we start talking about male circumcision. In the rare instances where it's come up, I've just said, like, look, I think it's just kind of strange that we decide to mutilate baby's genitals as a matter of course you gotta be careful though because I, I do think using the term mutilation is I, co-opting the 
female genital mutilation, okay. which I do think is a By different the way, issue. Yes. The fact that anybody ever called that female circumcision is really offensive. Yeah. They are completely different things. Female genital mutilation is far worse. Far worse. And it's done yeah, at but- a different age and it's done for very terrible reasons. Like sure. completely different thing. But also, there is this other thing that happens that we should maybe just stop and think about. But in preparation for let's recording this. Let's just not this, use, let's, let's leave that word, though, for that. Okay. Let's use a different word. All right. Uh, there is a thing that is done without the consent of a human male. Snip, snip. Snip, snip. Just snip. That is, uh, that maybe should be a choice. I Well, not maybe. My position is it should be a choice. It should be a choice that is made by that male when they decide that they want to make that choice. I don't, I don't care when. When they're not a baby. Kristen, can I ask you a personal question? Sure. Have you ever seen Todd's penis? <laughs> I have not. For those who aren't aware. <laughs> I have to wear a blindfold. And We've been together <laughs> 18 years. Be off. <laughs> I'm not allowed to touch it. I'm like, put it on. Put the blindfold on. I don't want you to see my shame. <laughs> so I have no idea. So the first time that you saw it, were you like, Ugh! No, I didn't care. Like, why would anyone care? Have it you doesn't seen, matter. Have, have you seen it a doesn't circum- matter. Uncircumcised. It doesn't matter. Also, so, that's body shaming, too. Like, really? It we're going to body like, shame. Yeah. The whole thing. It is, but it's still, that's like, it still happens. Like, I think one of the biggest problems for, and I'm glad you haven't experienced it, Todd, their experience with members uh, of either sex, you know, anyone they're sexually involved in with, and it being weird for them. Because it's not, it doesn't seem normal. And it's yeah, the normalization exactly. of it. They're not used to it. Not right? used to it. Yeah. It's so strange though, because, okay, so my, the first time as a, a teenager that I saw a penis was with a guy that wasn't circumcised. So it was the guy, actually, yeah, it was my freshman year. And I had no idea. Like, I, I've never looked at a penis long enough to be like, this is different from what I've seen. Like exhibit A does not look like what you have. Like it's just when you're in that moment. And then for me, it was, I was young, so I didn't know. I was just happy that he, wanted, that he wanted yeah. to show me his Woo-hoo! penis. <laughs> like this is, <laughs> we're sharing a moment, right? So for those who don't I, know, that's the key to Keisha's heart. Just, uh, <laughs> Show her your penis. So I, for me, it doesn't make any difference, right? Like, and then as an adult, I've dated men who've been circumcised, who haven't been circumcised. And to be honest, though, what's interesting is the guy seems to be more insecure about it than before I even say anything. If I, I don't even say anything, but they're more nervous the first time around that I see it or that anything happens with it because they feel like they have to explain themselves that they're not circumcised. You did that to me, Todd. I remember that. It's yes. super weird to and me. I was like, what? I felt the need to <laughs> say something. <laughs> I just met you. Like, no, take I was me like, out to dinner Hey, first. great to meet you. I'm not circumcised. I think my, my In case rea- anything ever happens. My reaction was more like, should I like grossed out or something like yeah, I don't understand. you're like oh no like I really I, don't I care what does it matter so I yeah I have had and I, I don't remember exactly like who or when or whatever but I remember at some point in the past there was a reaction from a woman that wasn't like ew 
It was just kind of like different. This is different, like different. Uh, that probably like stayed with you. I did at the time feel the need to make a disclaimer. This was 18. I mean, I don't know. It was a long time ago. Very long time ago. <laughs> it was the age of an adult human ago. Uh, I, I don't remember like why or whatever. However, in preparation for recording this, because this these last two episodes so like you got a circumcision. <laughs> I finally did it. <laughs> I wanted to know the life cycle. They only took half, though. So I looked it up because I have always taken the stance that like it's unnecessary. It should not be considered as a matter of course. It should be made a choice. All of these things. So I decided I should look at the most recent research. I should look at what people actually have to say about it. Because every time I bring this up, the thing that's thrown back at me is like, well, it's like more sanitary and it reduces the risk of STDs and blah, 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 blah. And I always thought like, yeah, but it's you're causing trauma to an infant and shouldn't it be a choice and et cetera, et cetera. And these are kind of the two sides of the issue. Wasn't that also the issue? Like, you know, we didn't have soap. And well, uh, like daily showers, like it's, my it's not so much an issue in most of yeah. so most of the here world. Are the facts. Maybe in some places, I looked it up, and I have to say that after watching these episodes and then looking up the research and then showing up here to record this, my opinion, which used to be very strong, has softened a little bit. Oh, that's bad. Sorry. I really, I walked right into that. It has gone I totally walked into that. (laughs) Unintentional, but I'll take it. Uh, Okay. So, first of all, according to the Mayo Clinic, it is standard procedure to apply an anesthetic so that it at least partially blocks the pain. I don't know if it completely does it. They say that they inject an anesthetic to the base of the penis or applied to the penis as a that cream. Baby, the way the baby was crying on the episode. No, there was something going on. Like... I don't know what is going on in Ethiopia, Ooh. but here, here, I don't, according to the Mayo Clinic, which is in Minnesota, so I'll say here, <laughs> they do anesthetize. I mean, an injection to the penis already sounds painful. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I've had it. It's not comfy. Yeah. I, I, I had a local. Yeah. I had a local in my penis and it was. Yeah. <sighs> Not so. Gr- then I looked up. Not great. I looked up like not okay, the pros best. and cons. Like, why would somebody want to do this? And so, according to the Mayo Clinic, there is decreased risk of infection due to poor hygiene, a decreased risk of urinary tract infections, decreased risk of STDs and STIs, prevention of what they sort of generically call penile problems, which we'll get into later, and decreased risk of penile cancer. This apparently is super rare, but it's less common. In circumcised men. Hmm. Interestingly, in addition, they write, in addition, cervical cancer is less common in the female sexual partners of circumcised men. There has actually been recent research Mm. that indicates that there is an element in some cancers of being contagious. Wow, there's a pickup line for all you That's right. gentlemen out there. A new pickup line I'm for you I'm circumcised. To try. You'll re- you can benefit, my lady, from a marginal decrease of risk in cerv- cervical cancer later on in life. However, so the, the sanit- however, they say, now I'm switching to WebMD. On WebMD, they say it's marginally effective. So in terms of universal application of circumcision, the jury is out. Mm. That's where we are. I think the hygiene thing is probably still... It prob that probably skews a little earlier in life. The like I would think an adult so would clean it fine, 
But yeah, as a kid, I can imagine like soap and water, extra buddy. work hard enough to get a kid to take a shower. I or will bath. speak. I once <laughs> I went a week without showering on a trip once. Look, as a child week. who was uncircumcised, my parents made a point of telling me repeatedly, pull back the foreskin. Yeah. Clean oh, your no, penis. no. See, I don't want. Oh, God. <laughs> you no, have, no, you have to have do that. that. that you have you to, have do to do like, it. Um, it was part of growing up. It's like with chunks. Oh. You have to like clean his wrinkles. You have to like pull it, spread it, and then clean it. It's part of it. I worked with somebody who got a staph infection from not changing his sheets, and he was a 26-year-old man. Wait. So uh, I don't know. Imagine those what? sheets. Oh, I smelled that them one time. Is... I went over to his house once, and I could smell them from the uh, the living room. Oh. No. Shut up. I could. I swear That's... I could. I could, sm- I could smell them from the other room. They were just, what did it smell like? So crusty, probably. (laughs) Change your sheets once a week, at least, friends. Get a staph infection. I I am proud to say that I've never made a guy feel bad or made fun of a guy based off of whether or not they were circumcised or not circumcised. It's like good to know, though, before you get into it, because there are things that you need to do and be mindful of before you get into things. You you have to bring a scrunchie and you scrunch it off. You know, yeah. you kind of loop it around the scrunchie, and that way you tie it off. Pull. Yeah. Get it out of the way. Throw it over your shoulder. You know. Yeah. But you know what, though? I did hear, like, the, the whole hygiene thing is something that's been pretty common. Because I, I did ask. I remember, like, would you, do you, like, want to get circumcised at some point? Like, this is just a, a decision, like, your parents wanted you to have. The biggest deterrent has obviously been the pain like the potential pain and then the healing process of getting it because i'm like well how long i don't even know like how long are you out of commission when you get circumcised probably a couple weeks weeks yeah and i mean i don't think you can get an erection you're not supposed to Mm -mm. how are you supposed to not get an erection how do you know at that age so (laughs) here is the only drawback I have experienced as a, like, I am well into adulthood. I am staring down middle age. Like, this is the only thing I've ever encountered my entire life as a downside to not being circumcised. And that is, on extremely rare occasion, it is possible for the very end of the foreskin to become chapped, like your lips. And when that happens, it tightens up to heal. And then... You experience what I imagine somebody might experience if they have been circumcised as an adult and it fuses up like a, like a scab, you know, mm, tightens up. Yeah. And then you don't, you don't want anything to open that. Like you don't. It's like you got to break the seal. You got to break the seal. That's what happens. And like, here's what you oh, do to like deal a, with it. It's like a little, it's like a little butterfly. It's, it's, just, it's a little cocoon. It's like a butterfly that hurts. That, <laughs> that hurts when it gives birth. Uh so the way you deal with that is you just like, just like Vaseline or like Aquaphor or something, like just put that around the rim and you're good. You're good. Give it a couple days, just like with chapped lips, you'll be fine. Say That's it. That's the only drawback. And just like wash yourself. That's See, it. This is why you guys listen to this 90 Day Fiance fan podcast, <laughs> because we have all the great tricks of the trade there's a whole when it comes to dealing with an uncircumcised foreskin so i was always under the impression that the reason why most people either did or didn't circumcise is uh whether or not the man in if it's a traditional relationship man and woman uh was or is not circumcised and uh i didn't look that up beforehand so maybe that's not right 
But it was also why I always thought I would circumcise my kid. I'm like, yeah, I want them to match. I'm sorry. Match you? Yeah. Matchy, matchy. <laughs> you wanted to match. Uh, not match like, oh, we're going to go out together and, you know. Go, like, son, <laughs> let's go out of the town. Today's the trousers. day. Let him out. You're matching coordinated holiday card every year. That'd be embarrassing. <laughs> um, uh, but then, you know, it's seeing what she was going through and then hearing the baby you're just like yeah it's just so dumb also i love this hospital that it's it's <laughs> it's set up so that you hear something and you're like hello what's going on in here you just walk <laughs> in you're like excuse me this doesn't sound good and i like how uh i know Inium was like <laughs> I think he says at some point, like, I, I don't want you to be upset in there and, like, possibly have the doctor mess up. Like, can you imagine? Like, <laughs> he's right, right? Like, have somebody come in there and be like, what are you doing? And then he's holding these scissors or whatever. <laughs> what? what are they oh, no. Chop it right off, right? I mean, it's a tiny, <laughs> like, baby penis. I mean, how? <laughs> probably a very difficult little cut job. So, yeah, he's right. He's oh. like, don't, <laughs> please. Don't come in there and like freak him out. <laughs> let him let the let the doctor concentrate. It is a pretty interesting is pretty interesting topic, and it'll it'll be interesting to see how you know the next generation handles handles it because I, I I would imagine it's it's probably getting less popular. I think it's increasing in popularity. I I don't know. I don't have numbers. It's just the impression what's I get. It, and what's like, uh, going on with it on TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you change it. Get the uh, K-pop stands right. to. That's true. <laughs> how can we get the K-pop stands to be anti-circumcision? All right. So uh, over a 32-year period, this is from the CDC, the percentage of newborns receiving. So this would be U.S. centric. Percentage of newborns receiving circumcision at birth decreased 37 percent. Really? From 63.9 in 1979 to 40 percent in 2010 most of this dis decrease occurred in the 1980s uh with the rate dropping to 41 percent in 89 wow and rates continue to decrease through 2010 with a low of 31.4 percent in 2003 hallelujah okay look if it turns out that it's actually like medically a good thing and doctors recommend it hey trust science do it fine it just feels like it's being done as this weird mix of like cultural religious stuff. Yeah. There are certain religions in the world that like require this. I, I say religions plural. There's one that I know of. Look into the history of this and how things were done early, early, early on. It's weird. It's There's just a lot of other stuff they weird. used to do in these religions that they don't do it's now. Just you don't weird. You don't like kill it. You ever read uh, it's a book of the Bible where they get the uh where they go to for homosexual Leviticus. Uh, Leviticus. Leviticus is crazy. I tried reading Leviticus and I got one too many goat sacrifices. <laughs> it's like instructions on how to properly sacrifice a goat and under what circumstances you're sacrificing the goat. Oh my God, the goat. I know. I know, the goat. That was uh, that was uh, Binyam as well, right? Binyam and... Uh, oh, that's right, that happened. Oh my the God, goat. let's talk about the goat. Poor Poor, poor Ariola. She had a pretty, you know, uh, she had a traumatic, traumatic experience delivery. of delivery. Um, and then they get home and they're like, hey, we're going to slit this goat's throat right in <laughs> yeah. front of and you. And by the way, it's for you. 
Yeah. We're doing it this for you. This goat would be alive tomorrow if it wasn't for you. Oh, my God. Uh, and then they all stay. This goat had out. plans. It was going to the market. Look, I'm not one of these no, people that you like, had to have your baby that, that is like, oh, I don't want to see an animal get killed. And it's like, well, where do you think food comes from? I know where food comes from. I get it. It's unpleasant, especially like industrialized meat production. It's disgusting. I still eat yeah. meat. I'm not a vegan. Like I eat meat. However, I would definitely not be in the mood to have somebody sacrifice a goat at my doorstep. And I can only imagine what that would be like coming home after a cesarean section. Probably in like survival mode at that point because she's had a major, yeah. she had major abdominal surgery. Yeah. She hurt the whole like mother instincts are kicking in, like must function to keep baby alive, like must just get through this. She looks exhausted. Must keep- baby away from goat sacrifice yeah and then you come home to that and you're just like oh my god like it's it's so nice of that like i love that that's like that's a very sweet tradition you know like the whole family is showing up and like but it, that's a lot that is a lot especially if you don't if you have no warning because she had zero warning right <laughs> no i know why didn't he say anything she needed, she needed, she needed to like terrible mentally surprise. prepare for that that's something you need to be told like a yeah. week in advance so that you're like, okay, there's going to yeah. be a goat killed right in front of me. I have to come home. I got to, it's going to be okay. But at least you can like run through that scenario a few times. I don't know. Isn't it just kind of like, you know, when you get a bad Christmas gift from your aunt, it's like a shitty sweater and you have to be like, oh, I, I love it. it. I love the goat. This is great. Uh, I can't yay. wait. To- I love the cute goat that just had its <laughs> neck slit. In front of but me. here's the thing: for Christmas, you're already mentally prepared for shitty gifts. You know you're gonna get a shitty gift. Yeah, you're in the Middle East. You know someone's gonna sacrifice a goat at your I house. Think, I think what's have worse, none of you guys yeah. been to the Middle East before. No, I've never been. I have. Have and, you seen uh, a goat sacrifice in front of you? No, I have not. <laughs> um, but you know, like I wouldn't be. Surprise, and I, I would try to be respectful to the custom. I have eaten goat, and God, oh my God! Actually, no, they might have killed. They might have sacrificed a goat. I'll have to ask my dad, but it did help me, you know, watching her breakdown because it's kind of like I know I remember what it was like, and I was we were there for probably like a month or so, and it is it's just a huge culture shock. Like it's really not like. It's not like going to Europe and it's not even I've never been to Istanbul, but I imagine it's also not like going to huge cities in some, um, you know, Middle Eastern countries like Turkey, Uh, like when you're going in or you're going to be in more middle of the road economies and towns and stuff. It's just it's so different and it's so stressful and emotionally taxing. So Mm. when she was going through that, like all I could think is like. You know, I, I completely understand what that's like. And, and I always knew I was coming back home. So to know that you're living there, you're to think that you're living there. It's just human beings were never intended to make those kind of transitions. If they were going to make a transition like that, it, uh, that's years that it would take to walk, you know, like from one part of the world to the other. Like, so it's 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 kind of like overcoming, I think you know, natural, the natural way that we get accustomed to certain types, to certain cultures. Mm. And, and it's the Middle East, a, going to a conservative Middle East country is drastic. Do you mm. guys think that there would be an animal 
that you would have been like more less shocked to see sacrifice any than bird a goat. like yes go for it <laughs> right the, of the bird. bird variety i'd be like well any bird get rid of all of them any bug for me a cockroach <laughs> stomp on it sacrificing cockroaches <laughs> yeah so uh, it was funny my parents had these two giant hornets nests outside of their house and my mom was like what do i do i was like mom what you do is you kill them right and you take one of them, you cut his head off, you put it on a spit, and you put it in front of your house. <laughs> <laughs> you send a message to the other ones. That this is what happens when you come to the Topangan house. And she's this like, what happens when you fuck with us? <laughs> she's like, okay, let me go do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what a great two episodes for Benjamin. <laughs> so you realize that we're already like an hour, almost 45 minutes into recording and we haven't covered more than like half of a couple. That's fine. We can skip there's, a couple. Yeah, there's like, there's so like much. Uh, there's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, you guys want to do Brittany and Yaza next? Because I think that's the next yeah. most interesting. Yaza. What a mess. So this is a father talking about his son oh. and, you know, talking to one of his sons saying, I need you to send this message to your brother. Tell him. Your father will kill you. I'm telling you, and I'm warning you. I swear, tell Yazin if he doesn't reconsider getting married, I will be his murderer. Yeah. And, you know, when we first started talking about this couple, Todd, I remember, um, you know, we knew it was in Jordan, and this was actually one of the t- risks that you brought up. And I remember being like, oh, that's. That would never happen. They're never going to kill him for being with someone that's a little bit too, I don't know, adventurous. But holy fuck, he knew he was being recorded. This was not, they didn't have the camera in like a secret purse or or something. There are certain parts of the world, and Jordan is one of them, where honor killings are things that happen. I don't know how common they are. I don't, statistically, I have no idea how often it happens, but you can look it up, honor killings. If if your if you or your family or I don't know I'm sure it's different from place to place. If basically you have your honor has been offended in some parts of the world, you have some kind of cultural maybe legal right to actually kill that person. Jeez. And it goes for Do men you think and it women. Was like and, maybe it was like you know when you're in trouble with your parents, you're like, oh, you little rascal, I'm gonna kill you, or like I'm actually. Gonna I think kill this you. is legit. Like this is, yeah, I think so too. Yazin has made us all look like idiots. He's ruining our name. You know, he's he's destroying my honor and my family's reputation. The only way culturally to get out of it is you have to demonstrate how you were willing to how you were willing to defend your honor. This could be the situation. I, now, is it like cultural hyperbole? Maybe. So, Paula, you're absolutely right. right. It could be like right. some version yeah, yeah, of like ah, I'm gonna. Ah, I want to kill that guy. You know, it, it could be some yeah, version yeah, yeah. of that, but I don't know. So it's interesting. Like I was, when I was watching this, I was thinking, you know, right now we're seeing in, in, in the U.S. a lot of, um, like you guys saw the, the Trump caravan. It's, it's very similar to what you see uh, from ISIS or, you know, uh, a lot of other authoritarian countries where you have these like little sub-militias and stuff. What if this system they have in Jordan and in, in a lot of other other countries, what if they're right? What if this is, that's the natural order of humans? Because um, not trying to be political, just trying to say that like, look, people who like Trump, I don't think like him for his politics because they change so drastically. Like what, 
is consistent. It is he is he is a a born and bred autocrat. Um, you can say it's oh he's a CEO. That's how companies work. Sure, whatever. But the point is, as it comes to governing, that is a strategy. What if they're right? What if what if the people that want that kind of strong man in in these kind of societies where we create these huge social um, death traps to control people and to keep them in line. What if they're all right? What if we're the ones drawing its draws here, trying to be like, uh, I don't know, monkeys wearing clothes, working in factories? You know, we're the ones, we're the ones being un- unnatural. Does that make sense? No. And then how high what? are you? <laughs> I'm not I high know. at all. Do you want some what Cheetos? I have about? some hot Cheetos. To, to be clear, if we're going by, hey, how has humanity existed mostly? Yes. It is much more like yes. Jordan than it is like what we view the no, United States. No, I see what you're saying. It's like if you think of it as we're all playing a game, the objective is to get what, to use your analogy, the biggest, uh, most beautiful bunch of golden bananas, then you have to do what you got to do. To get there, right? And maybe you have to cut people off if they're not helping you advance in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe this is more reflective of, of man and woman's true nature. Uh, what's interesting to me, and we were talking about this earlier today, was like the power of gossip in your community. And just like, yeah. you know, I yeah. think we're seeing that in a lot of places like, oh, uh, well, you know, in sub- in the suburbs, like the suburbs that you see in like any movie where it's like all these people who are very much into like the sports their kids play, like that's their life is like baseball on the weekends, going to the PTA meetings, yeah. like that's their life. They're so involved in all of that stuff. Well, what happens if you put up a sign in your yard that's different from, you know, the other parents' signs? Like, Things start getting a little more difficult for your kid at school. Maybe they yeah. don't get invited to the birthday parties. Maybe or for you at work. People start talking. People totally. start making up rumors about how, oh, they support, you know, this and that violent thing. You don't want Maybe you're not gonna get the promotion. It's like it's it's yeah. pretty intense. And I think that's exactly what's happening in a lot of places is like you want to prevent any kind of rumors like that because mm-hmm. they can get out of hand really fast. Like look at Yazin's rumors that they were making porn. Like that's out of yeah. control. Yeah. Obviously yeah. they weren't, but like that's, that's what's happening here. I think, you know, it's happening everywhere. Yeah, That's a great point. I mean, my go-to is like, I don't give a fuck what you think. It's like, I don't care. Like say what you want. If we're doing what we want to do and we're, cunt- we're good with it, then fine. But I, what I was just trying to get at is this. What if, what if I'm wrong? What if, well, I, I what think if maybe right? the word you're looking for isn't wrong. It's atypical. Sure, it's subjective. Right? Like, l- looking at the arc of human history, the idea of individual expression as sort of a broad idea as opposed to tribal expression, or like, you know, being part of, being an, being individualistic as opposed to society or, or, or team or tribe-oriented, mm-hmm. that's the first thing that's actually unusual. And the second thing is, Democracy. Democracy is not, if you look at the arc of human history, is not the normal state. No. It appeared in Greece for a while, then it went away. 
it was a crazy theoretical thing that someone yeah. thought about that no one ever thought would seriously work. Like, what? What if we had representative government elected by you know people? That's insane. <laughs> like, but they did it, that and then it did crazy. not reemerge. Burn this witch in any serious way until yeah. the United States declared independence and became a democratic republic. Yeah, not a pure democracy, a republic, and. France tried to do it around the same time, failed, had to go through it again. Yeah. Yeah. Then they got Napoleon. So like, it is just not like democracy is a blip. And it's failing right now, too, in a lot of countries. It's failed in uh, Hungary. Uh, it's failed in Turkey, failed in Russia, famous or not. Sorry, Russia um, failed, failed in uh, well, just failed in Russia in the last 15 years or so. Uh, failed famously in Germany with the Weimar Republic. Was the Weimar Republic democratic? I own a, a genuine question. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like I, I guess maybe it's you're right, not right or wrong. Maybe what I'm thinking of is more of is this the type of lifestyle that I think all of us feel is good and the way to go? Does it correlate with our natural evolution? Not in terms of like how many fingers or toes, but our um like our emotional evolution, like our personality evolution. What do we talk about so much on this show? Right? We talk about how Americans, US Americans go and see things how things are done differently and make fun of it or assume it's worse and what do we say no it's different but we do want to say that no when we're talking about government like this that is worse and i do think it is worse but maybe we are wrong i i, I don't know i thought it was i thought it was worth throwing I, out there I, yeah I, I hear what you're saying i think it's like i guess i the only thing i take Works issue for these with is, people is the notion of wrong. the dad seems perfectly happy the dad's not like oh this system isn't fair i mean it's yeah I wouldn't call Sumit's them happy. Family, perfectly happy, content. Because what do we find out with Sumit is like you know his dad paid all this money, and after he found out his son wanted to kill himself, but yet still doesn't want his son to be with Jenny because of what people. I think will the say. pressure of your community is too great to to put up with that kind of stuff. That applies everywhere, though. That happens here yeah, too. It, it does. I mean, no, not to the same extent. Sure, not like I'm going to kill you. I'll be your murderer, but. I it does. Community yeah. I, affects a lot of your decisions. I, I want to talk to uh, my great aunt, who's uh, <laughs> real wild on Facebook. I deleted her a long time ago. I'm not going to be visiting her anytime <laughs> soon. We don't talk about her anymore. Yeah, but like nobody's like pressuring her to change. You may ignore people. I mean, I deleted my cousin because she's a fascist. Uh, she saw a video of like a fire hose on people. And she was like, oh, can we do that here to the protesters? I was like, <laughs> but that's different than me, like, contacting all of our extended family and being like, guys, we all have to change this. I'm just like, oh, fuck it. I just, you know. Of So what does all this boil down to? It's like the idea of societal or cultural norms. Right. Like the the yeah. group decides what's normal and acceptable. And if you deviate outside of that, there are consequences. And what You're those consequences your are. You're protecting your reputation. Yeah. Yes. Each society has different like degrees of, well, what happens if you step outside? And in a, I don't know, sort of a Western democracy, stepping outside of cultural norms is there there's a pretty broad, there's a there's a big leeway you get. Like you can disagree with people on policies yeah. and pretty strongly right but it doesn't become like you are absolutely wrong like you are so wrong that we need to take your freedom away you are so wrong that we need to take your life away we need a 
run you off the highway. Right. But like the so if, if you think about like laws and punishment and those being ways that we define what's normal and acceptable and what has to be punished, like murder is punishable. It means you're going to go to jail or you are going to be put to death, mm-hmm. right? Or something in between. So that is something that's unacceptable. There are cultures in the world where a degree of murder is allowed. And Klingons. <laughs> so like thinking about honor killings, right? Whether or not they're, they seem deplorable, right? Like this is something that's like, I'm not going to, I'm not trying to say that this is okay. I'm not trying to argue cultural relativism or anything like that. Like there are places in the world where murder is allowed in ways that we would consider to be uh, reprehensible. And honor killing is like sort of falls into that bucket. But yet in those cultures, it's considered okay because that's a way that you enforce norms. Do we as a country do this to the our people who are mentally ill? Yes. Especially our veterans, yes. right? Yes. What do you mean? Like don't provide anybody with uh, healthcare that way. We just kind of let people... Oh, yeah. Drug addiction. Yeah, we're just yeah. like, good luck, sure. you terrible homeless. homeless person. And it's like, well, no, like, like let's we, help them. We treat them. that as, as, <laughs> as an ethical or moral shortcoming and yeah. not a medical issue or whatever. Yazan, his life is in danger because, it, and it is totally unclear to me, I don't know about any of you, but it's totally unclear to me if Brittany has any idea how serious this really is. It doesn't seem like it at all. No, not remotely. Not remotely. Because if somebody were to tell me, like, hey, because of you, I, um, my family disowned me, I lost my job, and I'm homeless, I would be like, oh, my God, how do we help you? Like, how, yeah. how do I help you get all those things back? <laughs> That's terrible. And her dad was saying in that conversation, um, sorry to to say this, but like I've kind of been listening to your phone calls and <laughs> sounds like you two fight quite a bit. He's being very respectful and polite about it. But I mean, I can only imagine what he's overheard if it's anything like that phone conversation when she's in the um, Uber on the way to the airport uh, where they're just screaming at each other and they're sending each other recordings, like voice record, like that's, that would be terrifying. To me. I've never gotten like a <laughs> I angry. We saw that in this episode, right? Angry oh. like record audio recording. I'd play it and be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like this is something that's like saved. <laughs> like I can replay and I have to hear it again. Oh god, terrifying. I feel like they are both <sighs> addicted to a, their toxic relationship. Yeah. How on earth you're going to the fucking airport? After your experience in Jordan, and then he calls you with that insane phone call, and you're like, I'll still get on the plane. There's no way. There is no way. Yeah. She loves this. I feel like she she likes <sighs> it. For her, it's- if this relationship doesn't work out, she'll move on, freshly single. She's on this show. Maybe it'll open up a few doors. Mm-hmm. Probably an OnlyFans is in the preacher. <laughs> Probably. But... For Yazin, and I'm not trying to defend his behavior, but this is like his life. This is a literal tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like what we're watching, we're documenting yeah. this. She's not serious about this. Like moving no. there and marrying him. Like we can look at um, Omar and Avery from the previous season yep. or a few seasons ago. Avery, who was. 
totally cool moving to Syria for Omar. And you know what? Yeah. She did her research. She was totally like on board with everything. She also was educating her family. Yeah. On the religion too. Yeah. Like she was doing her part. Yeah. With Brittany, it's like, do you, I'm not understand, or I'm not seeing that you, you totally comprehend what's happening here because for one, you're wearing a t-shirt to board the plane to Jordan, your T-shirt says "Tequila Por Favor." <laughs> Sign number one. Maybe you don't get it, uh. right? Why would you wear that? The minute yeah, she she's like, remember the drama about the tequila the first yes. time. she's wearing there. a T-shirt this time. Like she's just, she's like, uh, oh my god! Like why? I'm are, telling you, she likes it. She's like ready to poke the bear. It's almost. I I can't. Like, obviously, like, we don't know the full story with anybody, but, like, it just seems like this poor man, I don't think that he's totally innocent, right? But, like, he he's lost everything. He really has his hair as a mess when he's talking to his brother. His yeah. hair's all disheveled. <laughs> he's out of like hair he was product. sleeping, you know, on the street or something. And then here's here she is. She's just like, I don't know if I'm going whatever what do you do for me it's like oh my god <laughs> yeah she's she's doing tiktok videos where she's like smoking weed and like sniffing blood what do you do for allegedly. me what have you done for me and he's like well i'm homeless like where are they even gonna stay when she gets there that phone call was crazy though he's like it's your fault <laughs> you like, crashed the car crashed. yeah like he he makes it so hard to to really like sympathize. Yeah. yeah, he really does. They're just they're so toxic is the right word. Like what are they doing? They're they're just abusing each other. And his dad's gonna murder him. Oh my god. Like if you see like a report Yazin from Ninety Day Fiance missing, what's the first thing you're gonna think of? The dad. The dad, yeah. right? Also, you just got divorced and you're having this conversation, and you're like Hmm, yeah, I definitely don't want to make the same mistake twice. But yeah, sure, let me go to Jordan to hang out with this guy who just screams at me. Do you think that they could have solved a lot of problems, though? I think we talked about this before where, like, they just, she, no one does research outside no. of Avery during, on the show. So if she kind of knew all of this stuff about his religion, as well as how important, like, honor in the family is like I don't think they would be in the situation no. no and she was even saying too she was like I don't know I've really enjoyed like being myself again these last couple of weeks here being in fucking America yeah <laughs> I don't know cool. he's like... gonna try to want to change me and it's like no he's not <laughs> oh just gonna want to change you he's going to want to like put you in a package and suffocate you <laughs> <laughs> Do you think she's trying to drag this relationship out just to more Phase episodes and more money and doesn't understand that like every every like film session that goes on in Jordan just puts him in more and more That's danger? That's the only reason I can think of for her and to is go Is she back. putting the crew in danger at this point? If like people are starting to yeah, do associate her with like these this crew like uh, could potentially be a thing like i don't know like, i don't know what else to think other than she just wants to be on tv i don't know what else to think of yeah this. now the entire family thinks she she's a porn star like the entire family so Kristen, who do we hook up uh, on our uh our swap 90 days swap <laughs> but who do we put with uh britney who'd be a good britney jahoon 
Maybe Caesar. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually a good combo. Oh, man. He'd he'd be so supportive, and he he could do it. Yeah, he just wants a lady to love. And then he could do her nails for her, too. Would she wear the chocolate uh, thong? Edible panties. (laughs) That chocolate thong that just dissolved. Uh, No one used it. Just Just became powder. Oh, by the way, uh, Keisha, we're glad to have you back. Uh, Keisha was gone for a couple episodes for her surgery. She Welcome ate back. too many. Oh, yeah. Is this yeah. your yeah. first one back? They were, yeah, I think so. Can digest this is the them. first time we're recording since my back? Oh, shit, it has. That's what I'm asking. I feel like you were here last well, we oh, didn't we record last, last week. week. We had to, right. Oh, yeah. it is. We Everything yeah. blends together. I don't know. Mm, that's true. That's Welcome true. back. Well, thank you. Thank you. All right, you guys want to talk about Jahoon and Devin? Devin? This was a funny one. Should we just get right to the, okay, getting mad at a dude for watching porn? <laughs> I have known one yes. woman like this before who absolutely lost it. This was, I think we were maybe 24 or something, and she tells me, oh my God, Kristen, I found out Andy, my boyfriend, watches porn. And I was like, yeah, they all do. All every single one. <laughs> name one. Name one of them. And they all do it. And she's just like, this is disgusting. Starts sending me articles, like these weird articles. Oh, no. Who was that what? professor at UT for a while? Like he had articles about like how porn men who watch porn are violent and like and I was like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, if you good luck finding a man who does not watch porn. If you do, he's lying. <laughs> yeah, you found a, a, like, a liar. Also, Congrats. like, who cares? Who who cares? Exactly, who cares? It was just so sad hearing him explain it because he's like, oh. he was so embarrassed. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and also, you why go to is bed? There? You go to sleep, and he's just—it just sounds like he's just like in the bed, like. And, this, and Devin is like, and that I consider that cheating. That is yeah. not that, cheating. That's, that was, that's no. not cheating. Somebody it's talked not. to okay. Her don't ever let her talk to Angela, right? And those two will get some ideas about like what is cheating. Oh, no. Guess what? Strippers, porn stars, none of them want your man. <laughs> Just, you're want gay, your man's money. Looking at a butt. <laughs> I guess like it, it, but they're just photos. It's not like he's paying to have like a live chat with them. You and know? that's also like, that's so Jihoon, right? To have photos like a little boy. Like, Saved oh, on his yeah, phone. It's like, right. I downloaded them from the internet. <laughs> 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 just models. This poor yeah. kid. Like he, that's so boring. It's it's a folder that says not naked women. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's not. Exe. At this point. Clean anals. Clean anals. At this point in 2020, now that there's all this technology, is just a photo of a woman like enough yeah it, well it depends i find video just too much work i actually i i kind of split the diff all the porn i look at they're all gifts so it's kind of <laughs> like it's like watching highlight reels maybe they were so. gifts and uh, they were just frozen or something and, and she didn't play them so nobody tell her that they're yeah, i feel like a selfie yeah of a girl it's pretty PG. Yeah. 13. Uh, also, like, was it weird? Like, so they went to this park and they had all the tents for people like, you know, coming and just. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Camping in the park. But like, you know, uh, Devin was like, oh, this kind of looks like, you know, where I'm from the U.S. We would see this and think homeless people. And she was like, where 
you can get uh free meth. Yeah. No. And it's, it's like no. Where 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 yeah. on earth can you get free meth? Do you remember growing up? Back in the day, when parents <laughs> were like, "Give it away," they're gonna give you drugs for free to hook you, and then <laughs> then you're gonna have to pay for it. Uh, no, it's no. always it's what never it costs. free. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. Like if it was free, I would try it. People doing coke, if they're doing it alone, they're desperate for what somebody else to you? do it with them. <laughs> I had somebody like give me an entire like sales pitch on it, and then wouldn't leave me alone. And that's what I get for really? doing. I coke. worked at this place for a year and I did, I made constant jokes about doing Coke. They were just jokes, but <laughs> the person who laughed the hardest and who was listening the most was the company Cokehead. And so on my oh, last day at my course. going away party, she took the opportunity to be like, all right, I have this thing that I really think you should do. It just like would not end, and it and then my other friend pulled me aside and was like, "There's nothing that they hate more than doing it alone." So I'll go do it with her. And so she, they did it together in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! This is at Facebook. Uh, no. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I would. I that's that's a regret in life. I wish I have would have had the opportunity to to do coke. I mean, you still you can. can. Yeah, Brandon, are you on you your deathbed? Can. I'm not going to pursue on? it. No, I'm not going to pursue do it, it. Do it when if you're it old. Happens, like, if, it, if Coke sure. comes to me, I'm not going to say yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, they, exactly. If it presents itself, I'm not going to be rude. Do it when you're old. So it doesn't I'm not going to say There no. is a lot of opportunities I've learned recently, well, before COVID, that, that it does present itself. My friend and I went to the domain, I would say probably like in the fall of last year. And we went to, you know that there's like a rooftop bar? And it's like where all the, yeah. the people that think that they're in downtown but aren't downtown hang out. <laughs> so we went there and I'm like, I don't fucking want to be here. We just go there and have drinks and judge all the people thinking that they're cool. And these two boys come up to us. I call them boys because they were boys. And they're like, hey, babe, how are you? I'm Hello. like, hi. And I don't know. If, I think I was in a relationship. I don't remember. I wouldn't have talked to them if I was in a relationship. So I was definitely single. And they were like, hey, so I saw you from across the the roof. <laughs> I was like, go on. And so it turns out they were uh, 24 and 22. My friend and I are 33 and 35. <laughs> they're like, you guys are so cool. It's so beautiful. I'm like, okay. And they're like, hey, we have, um, we have, a, an, uh, we have an ask for you guys. And I'm like, you guys want to do some blow? And I'm like, what? And my friend was like, did he just ask us to, to give him a blow job? And I'm like, no, I think blow means cocaine. And she's like, oh. She's like, I would have been more offended with the blowjob. Cocaine, I guess, is like, that's weird to do that in the bathroom or whatever. And they're like, yeah, we'll be right back. And the two of them left and he legit like showed us. It was like little, they were like little jars. And I was like, oh, people do this. Jars? I think a lot more people do it than you think. Yeah. A lot of people do Paula, that. don't you have a cocaine bathroom story? I have several. Every time what? I go to Barbarella's, someone offers me cocaine. I've never done it because I'm too scared Connor, of it. I just it. remembered who does but it. No. Ew. We know. Ew. We went to Miami. Okay, we can oh, not. Oh, yeah. Well, that's obvious. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, I was Miami in Miami once. Sure. Well, I was in Miami once for a bachelorette party, and there was this girl that, like, she talks like this, and she was like, I'm so innocent. Ooh. And she kept talking how she wanted to try cocaine because she was in Miami, and she's never done it because she's so innocent and whatever. We're like, okay, I don't care. So then we go to a bar, and she buys $100 worth of coke. 
And she did the entire thing in like a day. Is that a lot? And I'm like, is that your first time doing coke? I don't believe it. Every like hour, she would. She go was like lining more. it up perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, why are you pretending this is your first time? This is so weird. And she was really intense about it. She kept pushing me to try. I'm like, no. The more you, the more she would tell me, the less I would want to do it. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. It was really weird. So yeah, no free meth no. out there. Yeah. Come on. I don't know. I don't know what it is. She's this season. I feel bad for her position, but she's taking a nosedive to me. Yeah, I agree. Not looking good. Yeah. And hey, just when you meet some of your husband's friends, just have a pleasant conversation. Don't. And this is not her. I think this happens all the time on the show. When you meet your significant other's friends for the first time, it's not an opportunity to grill them about deep secrets. Hey, hey guys, I have a question for you. How terrible of a person is Ji Hoon? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's your opening. Like that couldn't have, that had to have been edited. And also, can we talk about the the wife or the girlfriend who's just like in the background, like chasing? Yeah, the children, and they're just like, "Haha, your wife has to go take care of the kids." Like, what? These assholes are just like passing around the What's coke, going on? like little soda. They're drinking also, soda. I need to know what the one guy's T-shirt said. Guy with the crazy glasses it had. It was a white T-shirt. It had black text on it, and when it was just him doing the the camera head, they blurred it out. But there's like. At other parts during the scene, he's oh. like, the shirt's kind of messed up and you can't read the text, but I have to know. I, You know it says something hilarious. It was in English <laughs> because we've been to Korea. We've bought, purposely bought, like sought out um, t-shirts that said <laughs> horrible things on them. They're everywhere. Very easy to find. <laughs> we need to find out. I wanted to know what the story is of the one friend that had like the big sunglasses yeah. and oh all my the tattoos. That cool? He was just like cool making yeah. faces. Cool. He was quiet the entire time and just like giving stares. And they would like zoom into him. Oh, yeah. It's pretty funny. I forget we're covering two episodes. So do you guys want to talk a little bit about Jahoon's office? Oh, boy. That was a little <laughs> wow. She, you know... <laughs> Her whole attitude this season, like, if you could just sum up Devin, like, in one scene, it's her going to his job, sitting down in front of his boss, and saying, he used to illegally sell phones. Is he illegally selling phones here? And then the boss saying, no, he's legitimately selling phones here. What? (laughs) It, it, It does look... Are you trying to ruin him? I think she's trying to get everyone else to get rid of him because she doesn't, she can't do it herself. Like if he gets arrested, if he gets caught for like doing drugs, if he looks at too much porn, like anything possible. (laughs) Like she's just trying to like frame this guy. Like I feel for him. Well, in her defense, it did look like he was just trying to guess phone passwords. And if people sell their phones, uh, they usually turn off the passwords or some people them. forget to do that. I've forgotten. Yeah, to do I'm that sure once. some people are just like, oh, old phone, forget it. You know, just throw it in a pile, hand it off to whoever. Wasn't his whole like selling stolen phones also there was like an international issue? Like, wasn't he selling them to ch- like into China? And that was part of the problem. Like, I remember there being something about it crossing borders. So I don't know. He had, it seems like he has grown up. He even looks older. Like in the last couple of episodes, something about him. He looks older, right? He really does. Yeah. 
He looks older. Yeah. He looks 10 like, years I, older in the last two years. I, re- I believe him when he was like, hey, I'm <laughs> married. I'm, I'm not going to cheat on you if you don't have sex with me for two months. I'm a dad. He was like, I'm a dad. <laughs> yeah. Like he did, there was no yeah. joke yeah. to that at all. He's, he's trying. He's really trying. I believe it. I still Poor think guy. that she has every right to be very frustrated by him because he was a ridiculous child for a long time, but he is really trying, it yeah. seems. And, and Devin, you have two kids and, and no job. Let's not get, you know, preachy or judgy about how Jahoon is making money. Let's not focus on whether or not it's legal, illegal. He's making money. And you desperately need money. Let's, let's not get holier than thou. He has a job. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if he's stealing phones, breaking fingers. Just be happy with what it. What was her job before? Was she just an influencer? She a model? Maybe that's part of the, I think he should just jerk off to me. To you? <laughs> Oh, to you, no, Brandon. Brandon. To Brandon. I was like, to you, Brandon? No. Yeah. No. no. I was like, no. we don't make this about you, dude. <laughs> Maybe, but like, that's how they met in the first place, right? Like, didn't he just see a picture of her and he was like, oh, very pale. Very hot to the Korean men. <laughs> <laughs> that was my cheap impression. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like she has very clean anal. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't though did she no she did not we found out she did not it's probably why he's looking at pictures of other women mm-hmm. queen annals mm-hmm. uh do we want to cover kenny and armando or save them let's for save that on the next episode let's where they have that. a little yeah, bit more yeah jenny and sumit okay first thing i noticed that wall looks great the wall they painted yeah. It looks fantastic. Yeah, that color it's worked gorgeous. out. It's too bad they can't replicate it. I know it. none of us know what it is because <laughs> it was hand a hand mixed paint. No, it was custom hand mixed paint. <laughs> yeah, no, no, they're gonna go out, they're gonna look at the footage. They're like, all right, well, we we held this can for ten seconds and then the other one for eleven. Yeah. No, I was like I was I don't know if it was the lighting or what, but um yeah, I was like, man, that, that's a good looking wall. Well, you know, they spent four episodes working <laughs> on it, so I know it better look amazing. Listening to them talk about having sex was like when your parents flirt with each other in front of your friends. It's not you're just good. Like, this is disgusting. Do we don't stop? need to hear about any of it. It's great. We get it. <laughs> we, oh God, it was so uncomfortable. Good for them. They had sex. They're so in love. They're so cute. I mean, I get it. I get it. But don't talk about being liking being dominated. Oh, no. Like we don't need fine. to hear it. Yeah. We really don't. But Thank you. didn't that start <laughs> yeah. to make things started to make a little bit more sense? It seems, I would imagine, she is probably pretty aggressively dominant, my guess. Yeah. And he's super into that. That's why he doesn't care about the whole age thing. It's more the fact it's of... It's like a thing. It's part of it. He probably the likes... fetish. Yeah, he's like... Uh, the fetish is more important than the... Are mommy issues a thing? I know daddy issues are a thing. Oh, definitely. Yeah, for sure. I only hear about mommy issues to the ki- the guys that like become serial killers. It's never a sexual thing. Serial killers have huge mommy issues. It's true. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We, we can move on. I know. I thought you were going to talk about those 22-year-olds that were approaching you at the bar. <laughs> with mommy issues. There, there was never a question that she was the one that was more dominant in that relationship. It was just having to hear him say the word dominate. <laughs> 
that made it a little too real for me. <laughs> I, I I think it's like straight up like BSDNM or whatever it is. BDS, BDSM. I think he's just. I I think it's actually pretty, probably pretty tame. And he just really likes somebody telling him like what to do. I think that's what it comes down to. But not his parents, though. Not his, his parents, parents. That's right. I think that he <laughs> likes being with a much more experienced person. And cool. I think it's that's probably it. That's probably the extent of it is just like that. That's it. She knows what she wants and she tells him. You're going to leave me home alone for up to four hours tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? <laughs> maybe three hours but i mean i'm happy that he's finally divorced yay yeah. now he has to pay 20 grand back to his yeah. parents yeah, so when fine. he okay they also revealed it seems like this is the first time this was really discussed that it wasn't just his dad like liquidating the retirement fund but he also had to go to friends and family to borrow money which yeah. is way yeah. worse that's different and so yep. it's $20,000. Yep. He goes to his friend who I guess is starting a marketing agency. And the, the guy's like, I can give you what, 100 bucks a week? 100, 100 bucks a week. week. So I did the math. My if God. 100% In a couple months. of that income went to his dad, it would take him four years. Yeah. So I don't know what he's going to do. Yeah, and it's hard to say, well, I don't care about what everyone else says about my relationship when your dad probably went to some of those people for yep. money. To get yep. you out of your other one, you yeah. know? So it's tough to not care about anyone else, but yet owe so many people money. So I have an idea for a wedding. I was actually, um, I was talking to this guy who, so I matched with this guy on Hinge and he was like, hey, can we get on a phone call and just see how things flow? I'm like, a phone call? Wow. Um, so we started talking and it was, I mean, he's really nice. And we actually had like a really good conversation, but there was an idea that I came up with during the conversation. I don't even know how this came up. Is there like a service like Patreon, but for weddings and couples? Because like, imagine instead of getting people to buy you like a $200, $100 gift for your wedding, just be like for $2 a month for four years, <laughs> you can contribute to our relationship. So then people are invested in your relationship. I haven't figured out what the perks so are. Much pressure. Yeah, but they're going to cancel. <laughs> and that's going to But it's in the contract, your... right? Like you have to do it for a minimum no, no of like two years to get through the honeymoon phase. And then what are they getting out of it, though? That, I haven't figured that out yet. Maybe it's like a, a Q&A. <laughs> Happiness. Maybe we talk about our problems with you first. <laughs> like Maybe like the less money we're getting, the more we're gonna fight and post <laughs> right. angry stuff. So but like. I was like thinking about that because when we talk about like how much in general, like especially with these couples, the friends and family are now contributing financially to some capacity. So now it's like, well, if everyone is are, have always been contributing financially, then maybe it won't be that big of a deal. And like one dollar a one dollar a day or one dollar a month is not a lot, but multiply that by a hundred and fifty for five years. It's a solid income. But you could have tiers, right. too, for access. Right. So start at $1, and that gets you pretty much nothing. You support us. $5 a month, and, you know, uh, you can um, Zoom hang out with us. 
Why would they want to assume hang I don't out know. with us though? $10 a month and you can watch us have sex. That's, a, that's not very know. high. Like, like that's like a platinum membership, you know? <laughs> what would you charge? Also, who wants to see I don't, I don't know. know. I don't I would, know. I, I Guys, would. I did not think not in a sexual this, way. But what I'm saying is That's why I would watch any of these people have sex because it's like when you know someone on a personal <laughs> level, seeing them have sex must be the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> Okay, maybe for $10, it would be more like you get to make the first cut at their son's (laughs) circumcision. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, you can get creative. You know, there's some options there. But $1 a month is like, that's easy. But imagine all the people you you know, all the people that don't even come to my wedding. All I'm asking is $1 a month for the first two years of our marriage. And they'll probably just forget about it. Exactly. That's what you put in the contract. Yeah. If they don't cancel within two hours of the last day of the contract, it automatically renews for two years. Like, no questions asked. Like this damn dog toothpaste we won't stop getting. (laughs) I accidentally signed up for, like, the bark.com. Like, they had some, like, dog toothpaste thing. And I was like, that's, okay, I'm sold. Dog toothpaste plus, like... A vehicle to get your dog to chew it. I was like, that sounds good. I didn't realize it was a monthly subscription and we have so much fucking dog toothpaste, like it won't stop. You know what that means? It's time for everybody to go home. It's been a great evening. Thank you for having us. But really, wait, are you are we having you or are you having Point is, go home, go to sleep. <laughs> it's a big day tomorrow. You got stuff to do. It's a big day tomorrow. That's right. Oh my God. Hey, Brandon, what did you learn over the last couple of weeks? Meth has been free my entire life. This whole time. <laughs> and I had no idea. This whole time, I could have, you have just so much park meth. You got it for free. And let me tell you, I'm not into meth, but I'm like, you know, it's like swag. I see swag. I don't need another little mm-hmm. koozie for, well, I don't drink but you're I don't, not gonna I don't even not use, take it I'm, I'm not gonna not take it exactly that's right that's what I learned Paula how about you what me oh hey hey <laughs> welcome to the podcast Paula <laughs> how have you been doing over the past couple of weeks what did you learn I <laughs> I learned that that I really want to get to know June's friend with the sunglasses and the tattoos that's the I want to cool know his Ji-hoon. story what's yeah. the deal mm-hmm. that's the cool Jihoon it was just there like he was probably thinking these fools blissfully ignorant Kristen how about you what did you learn take us home uh I learned that all this time instead of just screaming at people live I could be recording me screaming <laughs> and sending it to them <laughs> as an audio file <laughs> Oh, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. We should all like, you know, that that, Ooh, that feature yeah. on the phone. You're like, who records an audio message and like sends it to somebody? It's neither a Only text nor accident. a call. Yeah, it's always an accidental thing. Like I hit that thing again. I use it a lot. I use yeah, it with always. my Mexican friends, but we don't yell at yeah. each other. We just like. It sounds like chat. yelling. It's easier than typing everything. We're just honest. really loud, but we use it. 
Because, like, you don't want to call the person and have, like, a whole conversation. It's just like, oh, my God, this just happened to me. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You, like, want to. Yeah. yeah, they're, like, Instead of, like, seven, typing they're, like, it. seven minutes. Yeah, but you don't, you don't want, necessarily want a response. You just want to give someone to, like, this information and then do with it as they wish. All right. Well, that's what I learned. I learned that people use that thing on their phone, whereas I just <laughs> accidentally hit it from time to time. And then I get mad. And then I send somebody three seconds of me going, ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a great week. We will see you next time at the soiree. Bye. 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 Bye.